This is the podcast, Derby Blacklist podcast, for this week's episode, Gaia number 81. And I'm Brian, and he's Dave. What do we got? I got, I, I got really annoyed with this episode. <laughs> Lots of ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, about the kind of the social statement. Yep. You know, okay, fine. Taking all that aside, the the villain felt weak. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, uh, you know. Well, they tried our, to make him threatening because it really just had to do with his motivation, which his motivation would help Red find the doctor, which is the doctor that they need but, to find. But Red knew who the doctor was. But that's I don't understand how Red didn't know who the doctor was if he knew Gaia had that doctor who was the same one that did kirk what did he need him for yeah wouldn't he with all his resources wouldn't he be able just to find the doctor what what did he need him for to get to the kid well the he he knew who his kid was right he had everything i don't understand what he needed that guy for unless he just wanted to take out somebody for some reason yeah, but he could have said, okay, you guys go take it out. I'm going to go talk to the mom real quick and kind of do this on the side. So, right. I mean, what? what <laughs> am I missing a piece in here? No, right you're right. It, the... All the pieces to the puzzle. <laughs> you're right. What it... did he need that guy for? He he knew it was the same doctor that did yep. him and Skylar and Kirk. Yep. So he had the doctor's name. So why? Uh, no, it's a thin plot. It's all super secret about him going to see the doctor. So Red couldn't just put somebody outside the kid's house. What? What? Uh, yeah, he could. He could have done his whole drag the doctor into the dark room and just say, "I'm going to go with you on your next visit," and that would have been the whole episode. Yeah, because really, that's all we needed to get to and have little. Uh, yeah, the, the story that went along with it was just there to give us that result, but it was hardly necessary. I get your point. Yeah, absolutely. The even bigger thing, the mystery of, seriously? Seriously? How on earth did wrestler know Arm had a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that happened the night before. They said that was the night before, and wrestler knew, knew enough to have her name. Granted, he's FBI. He's got resources. I get that. To look her if up on face know. or on Google and yeah, uh... to, find, to find out if she's hot and she is, um, <laughs> you know, so it's not a hooker. So arm, you're off the hook. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, and, and and God, it's like this episode wanted to spend so much time being angry at Navabi and just pissing me off because I'm sick of the character. I am, and I was like, you know, I swear every week I write down go arm. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it down again because at the end he was finally like, you know what? I am sick of your BS. Get out. Exactly. It wasn't what he meant. It's not, but it was what he needed to say. It was his, that was his Batman moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he told her. Was, yeah. It was. Yeah. We're done with you and your infectious attitude. You want to go F off, go. We're, yeah. we're, we're done with you. We're, we're moving on. Uh, you're, you're just being ridiculous at this point. Sure. We're all upset, but you know, we're all ready to move on from this and you're taking this way too personally. Yeah. Considering it's not like you were her best friend from childbirth or something like that. You're, you're just, 
that's what I never understood. They're they're creating this conflict to where she's taking this awfully personally, and I don't understand the reason to do so other than to get her off the show or to have her be so against everybody, and then somewhere later she redeems herself and, like I said, is shot doing so and dies apologizing for being such a, a bitch about it, basically. I mean, she's just... Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, I don't understand the storyline that they got to go with this route. This, this it doesn't need it. I don't think the show needs this conflict, and they're creating it for drama purposes. And I don't, I, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, uh, this this was yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so there, I mean, there was there's a bunch of things going on. All of them kind of dumb or weak, short of the Mister Kaplan. Right, uh, the Mister Kaplan which, stuff with Leon Rippey as the guy in the cabin. That's caring yeah. for her, but has her chained to a bed that we learn. He's playing Annie Wilkes from Stephen King's Misery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, you know, are they going to come looking for you? Oh, no. Um, you know, the chain was not a surprise at all uh, at the end. No, not at all. I'm just, I'm wondering, it's one of two things with him and her. He's either just some random backwoods guy that, it, you know, fa- stumbled upon her and found her, and we're going to have this weird background story, but that makes no sense to do that unless Red purposefully shot and missed, and this guy's on the payroll to keep her chained up. He couldn't, Red couldn't bring himself to kill her, lets everybody believe he killed her, and then has her just chained up in this house for the rest of her life. Yeah. Yeah, and and that might be a stretch too, but it just seems, again, like, a, a, or not even the rest of her life, just just long enough to to get her well to move on, and that's why she's chained is so that Red mm-hmm. knows where she is. Right, and that's this guy's. Uh, I okay, and maybe we're thinking too much into that, but it just it it seems silly just to have it as being just this random side story of guy in the woods that's gonna you know chain her up and bring her back to health and I don't know what his purpose is still still you know that theory is far more believable than the fact that Liz still has access to anything in the FBI um, <laughs> yeah exactly um, like I said I had so many issues with so many things and that was another one. like <laughs> how was Liz allowed into the post office right seriously I mean they, they they've moved she... on from her as well exactly um yeah I mean it well I mean she's she's dead mm-hmm. I mean they funeral um mm-hmm. okay so they undeadify her or whatever but like yeah you kind of lied to the fbi and the entire nation thinking you were dead you're not getting back in no no and, and by the way you technically defected to cuba no right no. <laughs> i mean they're um, basically they, using uh, her as their link to red for as they need it yeah but i don't know i'm not but I'm not sure of if, if Liz is not there helping and Red doesn't, I mean, again, Red's motivation for continuing to use the FBI to go after blacklisters. You know, the, the FBI at this stage, with given all that's happened, could just be like, you know what, screw this, we're just not doing this anymore. And I know they've tried that. They've tried to say we're no longer going to have dealings, you know, people above the FBI there, the the, the White House lady, yeah. and not, we're not dealing with Raymond Reddington anymore. This is over. But, yeah, I'm not sure what, uh, yeah, that is about know. either. Yeah, we have the whole Kirk thing with skyping with Liz and showing Agnes. Yeah, and oh, that and, was... and that was obvious what was going on there. I mean, that was your saw two moment where 
you know, you have spoiler alert, you have the uh, <laughs> just it was it was on tape delay or being a routed not tape delay but a routed feed. Yeah. And you know, it's obvious that his resources are smart enough not to be found that easily. The fact that they were found so easily at the beginning of the episode or fairly early in the episode, I knew that's kind of how it was going to roll. Yeah. It would have been a more effective uh, uh, reveal had that been the last scene. Oh, yeah, going into it and you don't know what happens or something like that. But, well, you know, it's like, okay, we found it in less than a day and we didn't do any surveillance on the house to see if anything like groceries were coming in and out of the house that may have had baby food or formula or diapers in them or right, know, the, this, the type of surveillance and intel that we're you know, this elitist extraction team seemed, you know, assured Tom in your daughter's in that house. But there's a bunch of IT guys from the Geek Squad at Best Buy that keep going in and out. So <laughs> of course there's a baby in there. Uh, um, yeah. Seriously, it, it, I mean, it's like so many things. Like, are you kidding me? We're not happy with this episode, as you can tell. Which no, just, I'm really this episode not. didn't do anything for us. It was. And we get these every season. We get a couple of these every season where it's just, it, it's a filler, but it didn't even need to be there. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we torn apart the story about the whole need to find the guy. Um, right. The, I'll just put all the other, I could deal with the Kaplan stuff. I could deal with the baby monitor stuff, make it, you know, each mm -hmm. of them embellish them a little bit more put in that, Hey, you know what? Kirk was smart enough and was sending people in and out with, you know, Walmart bags with, you know, formula and things like that in them. Right. You know, we did our surveillance really, truly sell it, you know? Right. Hey, you know what? That's 10 minutes right there. Right. Uh, um, Play it off so that you just, you give us a little more to wonder about, but the fact that you were like, you see, you had a weak, you had a weak villain whose purpose was ended up being useless. Yeah. And just to give us kind of a scare, like you said, it was, it was, they do this a lot with social commentary is almost as if that whole thing was in there just for that purpose. Yeah. All right. So we're done. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we still haven't even gotten to the big reveal. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Apparently Dembe is a master bowling coach. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, so <laughs> I, I would like, have rather watched like 45 <laughs> minutes of that scene. That whole, all of that was fantastic. Cause red turning around and going, what the f are you talking about? What are you doing? He, I'm, I mean, I'm Red, trying to work here. <laughs> well, it's it's like he has no idea about bowling, and he flat out says, "I I don't I don't understand bowling." Something Red doesn't understand, right? <laughs> um, and he's completely out of his element. And then Glenn um, says later that he used the advice and they won the league. <laughs> yeah, but with all the names Glenn had, Kegler's Jelly Bean. Yep. Uh, <laughs> There was there was another one in there. I didn't. I don't know. Right, we love the 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 resources that Red has. Uh, he has <laughs> such entertaining slathering butter on somebody this week. Yes, <laughs> but he has such he has such entertaining resources, and I love the cameos or the, the 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 bit roles that they have when they come in. Glenn's obviously one of our favorites. He kept playing Red, and how he plays Red, and and gets under He's Red's skin. He's like the only one that can do it. <laughs> yeah. Like he fools Red every time. Red, Red, he completely believes what this guy's saying. And he's like, Dah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, oh my good goodness. times. I, um, let's see. My notes of, uh, Mr. Kaplan's in the Stephen King novel. Yeah. Uh, got a little Buster Poindexter trap, trap, trap. Um, let's see. Something Red doesn't understand. Oh, okay. 
going into like serious things here. A, they went into that power plant, plant, mm-hmm. you know, hours away with no backup. Mm-hmm. Again, again. They went to check out the helicopters with no backup and no other helicopters in the sky, knowing yeah. that helicopters were. And they had to drive to New Jersey from Washington D.C. Somehow get up there super fast. You knew this was was a danger. Like, what? <laughs> why? Why didn't you have yeah your local bureau just swarm that place until you got there and hold everything grounded, have everybody accountable, and have you know Every, everybody in a room? Been, yeah, everything would have been grounded. There Those two been... choppers that had uh, jobs that he had his trusted people; those wouldn't have gone off. Yeah, everybody they would, have been would be called. Yeah, everybody yeah. called back, and everybody's sitting in a room until we can sort this out. You know, there's choppers aren't moving anywhere. It, that's what they all needed to do, and they, like I said, wasted the terrible police work and yeah. FBI work. Go, going back to the power plant, the the awful roadblock. You, you get your road, you get your roadblock set up. Everybody gets out of the car. All the cops get out of the car. And when that guy starts flooring it, why is nobody just lighting that thing up and shooting it? Yeah, yeah usually. Even I mean, shooting tires. I mean, it's not like you have to kill the guy, but it's just he just blasts through a couple of police cars and he's gone. Yeah. There was no like you know we're only twenty feet from our car. We can run or turn around, run back in, and try to get the chase going again. I mean, it's not like yeah. that. That place was easy to get out of. He was still fenced in. His little Jeep Cherokee got through. I'm pretty sure our Chevy Suburban can get through those cars now. Um, right. So <laughs> it's like turn around and get back in and chase him. No, he's gone. It's no yeah. good. He's gone. <laughs> and you can't hack helicopters, by the way. So kitties out there, don't try it. It's just it doesn't work that way. I know. I, um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh my good. Now I loved the 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 thing with with I, you know, Aram had his his morality moment. And I think if they'd have pushed him, he'd have done it, right? And I am fine with him going, I'm about to kill a man, because it's not what he does. Um, and then going, me or them, or, you know, millions versus one, whatever, and then hitting the space bar. But Cooper going, I did my job. And not holding it against Arum in any way, shape, or form, or at least saying he didn't. I'm good. That dynamic, I am awesome. I liked all that. That was good. Yeah, I Arum, liked all Arum that. was the best part of his entire show, because yeah. he always is. Yep. He's, he's the new favorite character. Well, he's been our favorite character, I think, for four years now. <laughs> we do like him. We do like, uh, yeah, we, we always dread that something bad's going to happen to him someday. We do like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no problem with that scene. I think that scene went well, uh, you know, uh, cinematically, so to speak. Uh, it, 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 it portrayed well. You, you almost kind of knew once they turned and told him, he, he immediately had that conflict because he, he knew what that meant, you know, shutting down the rotor. Uh, you know, I'm going to kill this person. And Were you a little worried that the helicopter was going to land on the kids? I did. Yeah. 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 They, they, that they sold until you saw it go behind the trees. It's like, oh, what? The shadow was right on top of them, and then it goes behind the trees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this is this is a D-minus episode. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, yeah. It, it, had, it, it would have been an F if it weren't for Aram, honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, so. Aram and uh, Glenn. And, uh... Okay, so maybe it'll get to a D-plus. Yeah, we like Arm, we uh, like Glenn, Glenn and uh, out of focus Leon Rippey, who we, we, we well, I love. I think he's great. Yeah. Liked him and everything he's done. He plays that great backwoodsy guy. Yeah, he's done that several times. He he you know grew his hair out or has got the wig going like he did in the Patriot, and uh, he's got himself going good for that. And and 
I, I, I'm fine with however they want to do that storyline. I just think there's more to it than it's just simply, you know, Black Snake Moan here. And he's got, you know, just somebody, he's just this weird guy in the woods and has her trapped. Let's see. Stealth Eco Terrorist. I laughed at that too. Um. Yeah. Uh, I did like... Um... The the conversation at the end in the diner, the empathy kind of there from Red and talking about, you know, we should we should all have such special needs. Um, and that was, was I just I liked that little thing that he kind of went into there, you know, about kids and being able to see colors and the things that they can do. And so, uh, they, yeah, kids see things differently in, in just to be in a kid's uh, brain for a little bit would just be so awesome because they see the world so differently and it's so much, I mean, I'm going to go real world here real quick. For an example, I was dropping my son off at daycare this morning and one of his little friends like runs up and hugs him. And the mom for that kid was just dropping her off. And you know, the little girl runs back to her mom and the mom's like, you, you remember, make sure you ask permission before you hug people. And I understood what she's saying, but at the same time, just the innocence of four year olds, yeah, you know, there we got other things in the world that we can be uh, worried about than a couple four-year-olds getting along. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, 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 I did a, like the red moments there. I even liked his little, uh, his extremely forward bull shark experience uh, <laughs> at the beginning. I'm like, oh, we're getting a story like right off the bat. <laughs> Which I half his stuff never makes any sense, but yeah, it was uh, brilliant. Well, what was great is you could see the look on Liz. She's like okay, you know, I'm just used to these stories now, so tell your story and move on. <laughs> she, I'm going to indulge this. Yeah, she wasn't going to try to talk him, you know, try to make him uh, hurry up. She wasn't going to try to, uh, uh, you know, get angry at him. Just tell me your story. Okay, fine. Where's Agnes? <laughs> yeah. The the big thing they're talking about with Agnes here and this female assistant of Kirk's trying yeah. to really push this. We've never seen her before, yeah, right? no idea who that is, and she yeah. seems to have some real pull over him uh, that he's got to do this to, to keep himself alive and, you know, screw the baby and the doctor, you know, explain that it's going to be some sort of stem cell type surgery. And, you know, with a baby that's extreme with anybody that's extremely dangerous, but especially a baby uh, probably would threaten or she, she, the baby would die. If that happens, the show's not going that route. Everybody, there's no way that's happening. You know, I I would I would think that, except that we know that they're going to spin off Tom, and the only way that that can really happen is if the baby's not around. Mm-hmm. And we we had talked about this last season. Finding a way to get yeah we we were always baby yeah we were always predicting a miscarriage or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and I think that will kill the show if that happens. It, it'll it'll affect me. I don't like little babies dying. Yeah, uh, right. little baby moments in in shows and movies, uh, especially when they are harmed uh, or 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 don't survive, uh, bothers me. And I I wouldn't like if they went that route. Yeah, no, I know. And I be... I don't expect that they will. I I don't think that's the route to go. But this whole thing with Liz fighting with Tom about you know her. Telling him not to do this, maybe they turn this into some 
lingering argument of trust and she can no longer trust him and sends him away and that's how it spins yeah. off. Yeah. I mean, I've I've looked at this show and, and its ratings and it's still doing well. It's it's doing lower on the uh live watches. It's it's down in the five, six millions, which is still a lot for viewership. But with DVR watches, it's still in the 12, 13 million viewership range. That's just a ridiculous amount of views. And just assume half those people that DVR actually watch it. The show's successful. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Unless they do something to kill it. Did, so is it down? Um, they it, it, Because I've been interested in tonight in particular, it, did they changed the, the Thursday Night Football format this year, right? It's on CBS. Or it, is that just tonight? Well, well, it's on CBS and uh, and NFL Network. Right. Uh, that's it, that's been is, for two years. Oh, has it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did not realize that. Yeah, this show has always been against a football game. Uh, it used to be a Monday night show, and it used to be a Thursday night show. Uh, I don't, but I don't feel the viewership yeah, has suffered because just, of it. But they were the Monday night show again was on ESPN, right? Uh, cable and it was on um, you know Thursday night against NFL, so it was against cable. Mm-hmm. So network network always does better than typical cable unless you're uh you know Game of Thrones or something like that. True, so. and given the show has gone the route of or is doing well with DVR and DVR has become more pr- prominent. I mean, it's very rare people watch shows live anymore. I mean, I don't. This is the, probably the only show I watch when it airs. This this in sports. Yeah, in sports, show. it's the only thing I watch when it airs. So it's it's not an uncommon thing to see a show get uh, uh down um saved stored or or even people just waiting for the season to completely run through and then they'll just you know plow through it and binge, yeah. and binge watch it uh you know these things are on netflix almost instantly after full seasons after the uh, show is uh season is complete so I, I i i don't think the show is suffering from that and i'm not trying to give any indication that the show's in danger of being canceled it's uh, i'm it'll probably be renewed once the fall season's over as it was last year, last year's fall season ended and it got renewed for this season. So it, likely the same thing will happen. The viewership is still strong. So, okay. Well, that's pretty much what I got. I mean, moving forward, I, you know, we're just going to get this one step closer thing as red's line in the end of the episode was, we're just going to gradually get one step closer. It looks like, uh, they have shows scheduled and booked through the first Thursday of November. So I'm wondering if they're going to take a tiny break after that. Uh, I don't know, and maybe we're looking at two, three more weeks of this storyline. I can't believe that that we will drag this out the whole season uh, for for finding yeah, we, the baby. We're gonna we're gonna come to head with this soon. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Well, that's all I have for this one. Do you have anything yeah. else? No. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it. I mean, just this was this this was just a terrible episode. Yeah. So we'll rebound next week. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one. If you liked it, we're crazy. Tell us. If you uh, hated it too, tell us. Uh, any other uh, things you want to talk about? We always get nice little conversations. Sometimes on Facebook, you can find us there, or on Twitter at Podcasterbia. The Twitter. You can also uh, email us at uh, blacklist at podcasterbia dot com. So that's it for this week. I'm Brian. He's Dave, and we'll see you all next time. Good night, everybody.